You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Oz Network as we continue on our ongoing coverage of Lost. And we are now into the second season, episode nine, the iconic What Kate Did. Finally, after all this time, we can finally sit down and it's been this moment of time where we actually can sit down and look at a Libby episode. Finally, it's happened. I'm so glad we're here. And uh, no, that's not really going to happen. It's a Kate (laughs) episode, in case you didn't realise. The clue's maybe in the title. We finally find out what Kate actually did. This episode first aired on the 30th of November, 2005. It was written by Stephen Maeda and Craig White, directed by Paul Edwards. And um, actually was the highest rating episode of Lost for a few weeks. Uh, it sort of dropped a little bit, but uh, this apparently <laughs> drew in the viewers. Um, there's an interesting thing for you. I thought you were about the side of all time, and I'm like, this is what we said about the last freaking Kate episode. Why do we keep lying? Because <laughs> we just want to draw people in. Um, my name is Ben, and so, Rose's husband is white. Didn't see that coming. Uh, and my name is Noah, and... Why did you kill me? Um, because you touched my bottom. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is... I, I look. Well, I, you didn't complain at the time. Oh, God, I'll bring it up in 20 years' time, and so will 30 other people, and then we'll all be in the news. Um, I don't mind this episode. I don't know. This is. I feel like you and I are going to have some differing opinions on this episode, because I may be more forgiving on Kate than you are. Um, and I'm watching this episode going, oh, but you know I was going to complain about this. Oh, but you know I was going to complain about this. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like this, and I, I mean, I like Kate, and I'm glad that we can finally find out what she did. Um, one thing, though, can I just quickly, straight away, because I don't know if I'm dumb or I've missed something here, do we actually find out how she got to Australia or why she's in Australia, or is that another question for another time? Well, she's on the run. But, like, how did she get there? Like, if she's on the run, then the great... What a play. <laughs> Great job by the FBI to, like, track it. Well, we've seen her with fake passports. And right, anyway, okay, I told you I might be dumb with that question. I just, like, I don't know. I just felt like... No, there is no Kate on the plane to Australia. <laughs> flight, but... Anyway, uh, what Kate did. Um, Noah Groves. Uh... Uh... <laughs> um, again, I keep saying I'm not a Kate hater like most Lost fans. I think she's mediocre. I think there's some good stuff with her. But her episodes are just not great. Like, she's better... Like inviting herself on trips for other people's episodes than her own ones, um, and I was looking at this and I thought, you know, we talk about how these episodes fly by, and I was looking at the clock on this one, like, oh, it must be nearly over. Twenty minutes left, <laughs> <laughs> halfway through the episode. I'm like, really? Um, and this is one of those damn ones that was like five minutes extra <laughs> they could definitely cut five minutes from this episode i don't know what the decision i don't know if that was a network decision or what that uh like damon carlton we need some episodes that are five minutes longer i don't know what was going on but this did not need to be five minutes longer um coming off the high of the first eight episodes this one's just a major letdown and there's some real cringy moments here and even you might defend some of the episode, but I'm sure you have to agree that there was just some unnecessary and dumb aspects of this episode that just convolute the whole mythology of Lost and were not needed. Um, and, you know, the flashback, it just, it's okay, but I just don't find what Kate did to be that 
engaging, and we'll get to that. Um, but I like Lock and Echo. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad you like something hello? about this episode. Hello. There's another hello. Like, <laughs> I feel like they're two like shy people around each other, and they just keep saying hello. There's, uh, there's like one of my favourite bits in this whole episode, though, is with those two. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, it's the sex scene. Let's be honest. Um, but so uh, let's. <laughs> Shall we start with the flashback then? Um, yeah, let's get it. Now, according to Lostpedia, this was set in 2001. There you go. I didn't know that. So, three years before all this At happened. At least she's 24, though. Yeah, well, I mean, she looks younger all the time. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so she's just, uh, you know, chilling. Um, a car shows up and uh, this guy gets out and he's drunk and... Kate takes him inside, and he's all touchy-feely, and we're thinking, oh, who's this guy? I don't know who it is. Is it Sawyer? Um, it's not. So, well, I mean, there's kind of connections there. Um, but uh, she sort of helps him into bed, and he's touching her up, and, oh, you're so beautiful. I gave you a compliment. Um, that's how all my Tinder gates, <laughs> dates go. Ben trying to be tough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's why you don't want Emily anywhere near me. Um, and <laughs> basically, she leaves... Gets in the car, drives off, and the house blows up. Um, <laughs> we were all expecting that, weren't we? <laughs> Do not mistake coincidence for fate. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, uh, we then... Yeah, but, I mean, let's talk about this now, because this is what Kate did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, do we know that at this point, or are we just assuming that No, we don't it? know that, but we do, because we saw it <laughs> 10, 15 years ago. Do you want um, me to just connect this to the next bit, though, just because it's kind of connected into this next scene? Because, I mean, this flashback sort of sort of comes, and then you get the title, and it's one of these weird ones where, like, the flashback's still continuing after the credit, if you know what I mean. I mean, I feel like you can probably take talk about the entire flashback, and then we can just discuss it. No, well, let me just... just let me just. I just want to cut to the end of her meeting her mum again. So, I mean, basically, she's blown up the, the house, goes into the <laughs> diner. You want coffee, pie, or both? How about a beer? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> basically says, oh, it's it's gone now. Here's the insurance policy. What did you do? Um, you, I wasn't here. You didn't see me. Leaves. Catherine, what did you do? There we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's not a whole lot there I need to add. Um, so, there you go. She's not a Catherine to me. She's not a Catherine or what? No, I just don't see it. I see Katie, I see Kate. Catherine, I don't see Yeah, it. I'm with you there. She's, you know, yeah. But, I mean, look, it's, I guess it's kind of like, yeah, okay, we finally find out what she's did. What she's did. Um, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> That's what the episode should be called. What she did. What she did. Uh, I guess I remember seeing this, thinking that maybe she did something a little bit more. I'm not saying like blowing yeah, something a, more, blowing a dad, stepdad, well, soon to be dad. Let's be honest, it's a dad. Spoiler alert. Um, even though it's implied it's it's a stepdad at this point. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty big deal. But like, I guess she's pretty shit at trying to cover her tracks up. I mean, I know her mum turned her in, but I mean, you know, just don't tell your mum, Kate. Just like send this in the mail later on or something Goes like that. The yeah, like, she's going to, like, clearly, does she have a better relationship? Like, if she knows that her mum is, like, stuck in this relationship and is all like, oh, I'm so worried for her, but she's getting abused, but she won't leave. Like, do you really think all of a sudden she's going to be, like, an alibi to you if you've been telling her all these years, mum, you should leave him? No, I love him. Boom. Mum, I took care of you. You little bitch. Called the cops. Like, I mean, come on, Kate. You're not very smart here. Yeah, it's just, like, I absolutely do not, condone uh, violence against people, uh, domestic violence, but it's just like, I feel like Kate is completely and utterly in the wrong here. <laughs> like, 
she is absolutely the bad person. Like, this Wayne guy, he is an ultimate dick, horrible human being. But Kate is a murderer. That's worse. Yeah. Like, I know. And they try so hard to make it Kate is not the bad guy. But I can only watch this and watch. <laughs> is it? I, am I making it up or is there a line in this episode where someone says, oh, but I'm not. A murderer or something like oh, yeah, her yeah, dad, the dad, her, the, dad. The, her stepdad, isn't it? Well, who yeah, is he? Sam. Like, who is he to her then? If he's not he's her dad, well, I guess he's a nobody, really. But yeah. I mean, some people would argue you fathers don't have to be blood related. But oh, um, deep, deep Noah. I mean, I guess you, you, that guy has a big point. Like, I don't have killing him. Like, they try so hard. Oh, this Wayne guy is a dick. Um, blah 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 blah. Uh, but she's the murderer. Um, and I guess my biggest problem is, I, I never thought I'd say this, but I feel like now the what Kate did is too soon because <laughs> now I'm, they delayed it for a whole season, but now I'm thinking we needed it like a flashback with Diane, her mum, and Wayne in it and stuff like that because we're just meeting this guy and, and this is the earliest point of Kate will ever get besides a scene in Jacob's flashback when she's trying to steal the lunchbox. But... Um, I don't know. It's just now I feel like we needed that backstory because I just don't really feel the motivation. We hardly know her mum or Wayne. And this Wayne guy is so unmemorable. I've seen this episode probably 15 times. I can't even think about what he looks like now. And I watched this episode today. Like, he's just, yeah, he, he's touching her up. He's hitting his mum. He's a horrible person. But he's just unmemorable and I'm just not buying it. Um and, yeah, I guess I'm like you. I just thought there might be more to it. Um, and, you know, they were always going to do, oh, Kate, she did it for good reasons. That, that was always going to be a plot line. But I guess just the blowing up the house thing, it's just, it doesn't sit well. But I, I think the one thing that does kind of work now is uh, in Born to Run, where we saw Diane in with cancer in the hospital, like, help me, help me, I guess... I think that kind of plays well with now seeing her at the diner and seeing that Kate kind of betrayed her. Um, that works. But the rest, I don't know, it just doesn't really sit with me. And you talked about the bad feds with the fly. I want to say the bad insurance policy people. <laughs> like, they took out an insurance policy in your name. Like, um, I don't know, maybe you could get away with it. Well, I, I, can't, I kind of think she doesn't because, I mean, if her mum's turning into the cops then they would have had to go back to the house and search and they would have found some sort of evidence at the crime scene that ties Kate to it. So, therefore, the yeah insurance scene, the thing probably comes a bit obsolete. Like, I think there's like, some sort of loophole with that sort of shit. Yeah, I don't know. but you would have to imagine um, it looks real suspicious for Diane if uh, took out an insurance policy in Diane's name and then the house blows up with the domestic <laughs> so abuse she's like, husband. She's, she's like, like she's, Diane's a suspect. She's going to get arrested. <laughs> she just screwed over her own mother there. The cops are going to come in like, this is looking a bit suspicious. But, you just took out insurance <laughs> policy. But the I house think, just blew up. I think they're kind of like, the issue with this to me is like, yeah, I mean, I agree with most of what you say. I mean, it's kind of, it's hard to sort of, I guess, defend Kate. And like, it's, it's you know... Let's be honest, Locke's had a lot of shit happen to him in his life, but he's going to go blowing up his dad. Um, so, um, and he's got every right to. Um, but, like, yeah, I, I think kind of my issue with this is, like, Kate's just dumb. 
Like, don't tell your mum, and you probably get away with this. Like, yeah, Diane's probably getting a bit of it. But even then, like, maybe she actually, like, covered her tracks well enough that this does look like a gas explosion. So, you know, the only thing that's in sus is the fact that they took out the, the life insurance policy. So, like, yeah. don't take out the life... Like, whose life insurance is this under anyway? Like, I just, like... <laughs> did they just not have any? Or, like, Kate, if you're going to do it, don't, like, blow up your, like, dad... Like, a week after you take the policy. Wait, like, a couple of years. Then it's not so sus. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I thought then. My other thought was, well, into her defence, maybe she's been planning this for months and did it a long time ago. But if she did that, I'd have to imagine Diane would have known. Like, she would have got a letter in yeah. the mail or a call or something at some point. Like, it, is Kate just stealing her mum's mail every day? Maybe she just changed the address. Well, then how does that make sense? Like, oh, I'll take a life insurance on my house, <laughs> but I don't live there. Uh, <laughs> this is like a PO yeah, box so- or something, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, but this is where it's like, Kate, I don't know if she learnt, like, so much by being on the run for three years. I imagine she did. But she's supposed to be, like, this expert, like, tracker, like, on par with Locke almost and, like, who can do all this sneaking around and stealing past. I guess she learned a lot on the run, but she's, she's really did not plan this out well at all. Um, I will say she... I do like Kate on the motorbike. Though. Oh, yeah, Kate on the motorbike looks good. I will That's say, fun. though, like, Kate... Would have gotten away with this more so than Anna Lucia should have. Kate just shouldn't have opened her mouth up. Like, if Kate just shut up and left, then more she's got more chances of Anna Lucia point blank murdering someone in the street. Um, so, but yeah. But, I mean, what's the point in making it look like an accident if you're just going to tell... She should have called up her mum and said, Oh my God, I just showed up to the house and it's on fire. Like, what's the point? In, like, does Kate just have to have that satisfaction of getting the credit of saving her mum? Does that come into her that character? She has to brag does that come into her character, though, of like, Oh, mm-hmm. maybe she's actually, you know, do, 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 villainous? I think it's just poor writing. But, um, and I guess the other problem with this is, like, Let's add another person to the daddy issues column. Like, who else can we add to this recycled plotline that only really works with Jack and Locke? <laughs> is can I ask a random question? And this is kind of sidetracking slightly, but does does Anna Lucy ever find out that Kate's a fugitive? Because I mean, she's a cop. She's a fugitive on an island. <laughs> like, does she just you know not care? <laughs> oh, we're on an island. Who cares? Out, but uh, also, technically, Anna Lucy is not a cop. Uh, by the time she's oh, that's right. Because she, yeah, okay. she she did kill, <laughs> cold blooded murder. Yes, um, and then run away. Anyway, so all right, so we we later see Kate. Um, she's uh, buying a ticket to Tallahassee, which has got a lot of connections. Obviously, there's a thing about lost with Tallahassee. Yeah, so all she, the bad stuff seems to happen in Tallahassee. Now, now, so she's meant to be in Iowa right now. Am I not mistaken? So, um, is it Iowa? Is it... I, I, I think they're in Iowa. I think it's Iowa. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Iowa. So, I mean, from Iowa to Tallahassee isn't exactly close. Uh, so, that's a long bus trip. <laughs> so... Oh, I'm sure there's a... Oh, there would be. Sure I mean, if I'm just quickly looking in here, um, if you want to drive uh, from Iowa to Tallahassee, it's 17 hours. So, um... It's $175 to get Iowa to Tallahassee. It's actually quite cheap. I mean, look, when I've caught buses... Oh, when I've caught buses in the US before, like, uh, I think when I caught one from one side of Tennessee to the other, the bus said on it that it was, like, going to Dallas. So, I mean, that's a long trip. And then I think another one I caught was sort of, like, technically on, the you know, one of the many routes it was going from LA to New York. So, I mean, you know, these buses do go long distances. So, um, but that's a 17-hour bus trip. 
Um, but then, what's the longest bus trip you've had? I've taken a fourteen-hour bus trip before. Uh, well, I mean, with delays, I kind of was on like almost no. like a nineteen-hour bus trip, but like not with delays. Um, it was technically an eight-hour trip, but it had lots of stops along the way. Um, that was from uh, uh, Tri Cities in Tennessee to Nashville, but I mean, again, that was um lots of stops. Oh no, actually, no, the one from um Boston to Montreal was about an eight-hour bus trip. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I the- went from. I went from Budapest to Zurich, and I'm pretty sure I went through about eight countries before they decided they were going to just go to where I wanted to. <laughs> and I was stuck next door in New Zealand the whole time. Oh, God. <laughs> throwing yourself out the bus. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they took a liking to me when I heard them talking. I said, you guys are New Zealanders, aren't you? <laughs> that didn't set off a good 13-hour trip. I was meant to go from uh, Cincinnati to... Um, Pittsburgh, which was only meant to be like a about a four hour bus trip, and uh, with delays in the bus breaking down and everything, I ended up in fucking Columbus and Cleveland before ending up in Pittsburgh, like basically a day later. So, yeah, I got yelled at by a, an Austrian truck stop employee because <laughs> I tried to buy these snacks at like three in the morning to keep me occupied on this damn bus and it was so expensive they had no prices on it i bought like two things and he's like oh yes eight euro what (laughs) and i was in budapest and they didn't use euro there so i'm like scratching around looking for euro and i'm holding up the whole line and he's like oh just take it and like shoves the food at me (laughs) oh you got it for free at least no i had to still pay but I was like a euro short or something, so I got a discount, but I got yelled at by an wow. Austrian truck stop man. Gee, good on you, Austrian truck stop man. That's on the off the bucket list. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so he's catching a bus to Tallahassee, uh, and who do we meet? Oh, it's the U.S. Marshal. There he is. He's questioning about, oh, what you going to Tallahassee for? Marshal. So do I. He's so good. Um, what does he say? Like, oh, oh, I think you're going there for a reason because <laughs> he's Australian now, apparently. Um, it's like. Actually, I'm just visiting. Don't I know you? And then I, I do kind of like this scene, though, when he, like, catches her and all those people get up and, um, you know, uh, we hear your mother gave you up. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Um, oh, and would they even have the proof if your mum gave you up? Is that enough? Well, again, I, that's why I reckon, like, she's gone to the cops, said, oh, my God, my daughter, this is so suspicious. And then they've gone, oh, well, it is sus. She took out life insurance policy. And then they've probably gone to the house and, like, I'm sure if things like this happen... They might, guess so. might have a bit of a look, and then they probably don't find anything. But then if some there's a suspicion of us, and then they probably look a little bit harder. So, um, yeah, I'm sure she obviously didn't cover her tracks. I mean, there would have to be some sort of ignition for this bloody house to blow up like that. I mean, you know. We missed the line when Kate's driving on her motorbike, and someone pops up and says, Dude, I think you've got some wean on you. <laughs> Just, like, flicks it off. Uh, it's just Hurley. Hurley says it at the stop. Um, isn't there, um, whose flashback is it when they're, like, at the gas station and they're conning, like, with the watches or something like that? Well, that's either Sawyer in a few episodes, or it's Kate next season with Mm. Cassidy. I love Cassidy. I think it's Sawyer, isn't it? Well, it's both. Oh, all right, okay. They repeat the scene, because she meets Cassidy, too. All right, yeah, cool, all right, sorry. Anyway, so, uh, we're now driving along with, uh, the, the Marshall and Kate, they're in a car, it's at night, it's raining. Uh, and he's sort of like asking, like, "Oh, you know, why now? You know, you're a corn-fed farm girl, you know." <laughs> um, but like, this is kind of where he says a lot of stuff. We're questioning here, like, "Oh, it's amateur hour from top to bottom, 
you know, and like, oh, uh, what does he say? Like, oh, your white trash mum, listen, doing him next door. <laughs> Dick Marshall, <laughs> man. Very Dick Marshall. Um, and she's like, oh, you don't know me. You don't know me. Um, and, and then all of a sudden, he touch you too, or what? Is it? Does he come into your room at night? Which obviously, like, I'm guessing he never did. Because I mean, does she ever admit that? Or no? But you, you, you know, I mean, if that was her motive that Wayne raped her, I mean, a little discretion here, Edward Mars. Like, yeah, like, yeah, she's a killer. But if that was her motive, like, cool it down a bit. What if she was like raped every night or something? He's like, oh, did he come into your room? He really doesn't give a shit. Like, he's just... I, the thing I like about him, like, yeah, he's a dick, but he's just kind of just got that attitude about him. Like, you know, like, oh, fuck you. Like, and, like, okay, so he's... Is he a U.S. Marshal or is he meant to work for the feds? Because... As, he's a U.S. Marshal. As far as I know, my knowledge of U.S. Marshals, they deal with prisoners <laughs> already, like, arrested. So, I don't... And, and, like, people who are, like, I guess fugitives, but in terms of who have already been, who have escaped from prison, if you know what I mean. So, I don't understand why he's arresting her, first of all. Like, that should be police, you know, the FBI. Like, they, they're the ones. You one. just say future gifs? Future tivs. Future tivs. Because I've just had a brainwave of a perfect TV show about uh, people on the run who then time travel back in the, into the past, <laughs> and then the cops have to time travel and chase them in the past. Isn't that future called tivs. Doctor Who? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think they're criminals on Doctor Who. I don't know. I've like never show. watched Doctor Who. <laughs> um, um, but, but I mean, the the other nitpick as well is he wouldn't be driving just her in the yeah. passenger seat. I mean, I don't know how Marshalls work. Maybe I'm, I'm sure it's happened in the past. Is it implied... So this is the first time she's arrested, though, because I'm just reading here. Like, I was thinking, like, maybe this came after... Oh, no, it wouldn't come after the, the whole crash and his... Her... This is the earliest case. Right, because, I mean, okay, again, I might be I might be completely incorrect here. Please, people, you know, law enforcement agencies in the US. But from what my knowledge is of, like, how law enforcement works in America, the US Marshal is designated purely to deal with prisoners and people who are, like, already escaped from jail, not who have not been arrested yet. I could be wrong, but that's just kind of what I think it is. So this is why that bit doesn't necessarily make sense, that why he's arresting her, like, he's the arresting officer. That, to me, doesn't make sense, but I could be wrong. But, yeah, you're right, too. Like, there's no way that he would be... Like, if this is a prisoner, she's accused of murder, and we see, like, later on, she's dangerous, I need, like, five guns. Like, (laughs) you're fucking, like, driving and by yourself in the middle of buttfuck Iowa. Like, I mean... (laughs) Must be that dangerous. Um, I mean, maybe this is the point. Like, maybe it's all like, oh, I can handle this little corn-fed Iowa girl. She's not going to be dangerous. Um, maybe that's the point. Um, is that the point? I don't know. Well, anyway, so <laughs> whatever. A horse comes into the middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> not the horsey. Um, and so they crash, and it's only like a light crash. It's not like a big crash. It's not like, uh, you know, tabular acid crash. This is just, you know, little crash. So Kate's all like, oh, shit, I can escape. And um, basically... There's a lot of car crashes. He wakes up. Like yes, when she's... he died. <laughs> when Ray Mullen was in the crash <laughs> with the horse. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Does she have a license? Because if she does... Maybe not. Does she drive the van with Hurley at some point? <laughs> um, I think this just sums up this episode of what Kate did, though, in my notes. Horse causes Marshall to crash, and Kate escapes. <laughs> Come on. I just love the fact here in Lostpedia. After a short fight, Kate kicks Mars out of the car. 
Cool. A short fight? Do they even really fight? Not really. She like she like punches him a couple of times and kicks him out of the car. I'm always expecting though, like when she drives off and stares at the horse, I'm always expecting him to like jump on the bonnet and be like, ah! and, like scared, like ah! No, this is where he needs to jump on the horse and like, <laughs> right after Indiana Jones style. He's like the James Bond of US Marshal. Um, so anyway, so <laughs> she gets away, uh, but still smart old Kate, you know, just like, I'm sorry, like, I love Kate, but she's so dumb when it comes to, like, hiding from the law. Hmm, let's go visit someone I know again. <laughs> My <right. laughs> She's doing the round. Like, you know. And then she later sees Tom later on as well. Kate, like, stop seeing those people, Kate. You have to sacrifice some things. No wonder, no wonder that the Marshall Gate's finding you. Like, <laughs> uh, just go to Australia straight away. Like, that's it. Done. <laughs> no one knows you're in Australia. Um, but we visit this. So this is Sam Austin. I'm reading here. I mean, she, he's technically I, no relation to her then. He's just a man that he, her mum must have had sex with or something at some point. <laughs> cool. Maybe not even that. So, so, so she's all like... No, I mean, I mean, he did live with them for five years. But, but they were I'm, never married, right? probably... No, but I'm guessing he probably is legally her father. Like, that can be a thing. Yeah, true. But, I mean, it, obviously it's implied that that's her dad. But then, of course, she's all like, I saw photos of you up to four months of you in Korea. And I'm thinking, well, like, she could have, like, flown to Korea and had sex with him. Like, I mean, you know, four months, she sure. She is white crap. <laughs> exactly. Not my words. Not my words. I've seen Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I remember her as the aunt in that. Um, Actually, I don't. She just was one of the aunts. But- I didn't really sleep around. But, like... Yeah. This is an okay twist, but my problem is it is I just don't care because this is the second time we've met Diane. This is the first time we've met Wayne. This is the first time we've met Sam. So we had a whole flashback about getting a plane out of a a box when we could have been fleshing out this stuff because it would be a decent twist, but I feel like it would be so much more powerful if we had already met this guy like last season or something. Yeah. And saw how close they were, and then we get the all the whole. Oh, it's not your father, and and maybe it would have been yeah, like more powerful, and her motives would have seemed a bit not better, but at least a bit more explained. But because we're meeting these people the first time, and I like Sam, he's kind of cool. Um, I think he's probably a better guy than Wayne. Uh, but well, yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like the twist is just a nothing because it's the first time we're seeing all these people. Um, I just love the fact here, Sam Austin theories. Why he didn't come to see Kate in Hawaii after the rescue. Sam died while Kate was on the island. Sam was overseas with the military. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the Sam theories. There's a lot of Wayne Jensen theories. Um, but yeah, I mean, like... The I thing- like Sam. I imagine this is what Shannon's dad would look like. Yeah. I don't know why I have that thought. I mean, I like Sam too, but my thing, like, I agree, it's, it does kind of feel a little bit rushed and, like... I just don't get the line when he's like, I didn't have murder in my heart. Are you implying that your daughter does? Like, I mean, how do you know? Like, is she growing up, like, stabbing cats or something? Like, Wayne. Well, besides Wayne, like, you know, before that, like, how he's kind of like, I always thought you would. Like, <laughs> great. But the other thing is, like, I know there's, there might be people listening to this who have served, but I know that not everyone in the military has killed another person, but... This guy, he fought in the Gulf War. He was in Iraq. 
he's a sergeant major. I mean, he's probably technically murdered someone. Yeah, possibly, but it could have been just like you know one of the behind. Does it not count as murder if you're? No, no, no. But I make he might not have been um, an active soldier. He could. No, I, I, I know that probably most people in the military haven't killed someone, but. Mm. He was in the Gulf War. He was with Saeed hanging around. So. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's kind of like with, like, I find with Kate, it's like, I mean, you think of some of these people, like, on TV who are kind of, they're bad people, but we're meant to kind of, like, root for them, like, you know, like, Dexter and, you know, like, Walter White. I mean, kind of weird examples. I'm not comparing Kate to them, but, like, they're obviously <laughs> a lot more flushed out when it comes to kind of their motives. Top five anti-heroes <laughs> of television. Kate, awesome. Like Walter White. <laughs> <laughs> Don Draper. Dexter Mock. <laughs> Kate Austin. But it's, but it's like, you know, like, I mean, kind of like Kate's killing for the good reasons, like, just like Dexter does. But I mean, it's like, you know, by episode one of Dexter, you are sympathizing with Dexter. Whereas like Kate, like we find out she's evil. Oh, she can't be that bad. She can't have done something that atrocious, atrocious. Like she kind of does. Like, it's like, yeah, again, I know it's bad what, what Wayne's doing, but like, I mean, you know, I mean, no one blew up Kevin Spacey. Well, at least by the time (laughs) we're recording this. (laughs) This is going to come out tomorrow. Shit, we're in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and then we're going to get in trouble, like, when Kate took out the insurance. Like, <laughs> I, I, Yeah, like, he's a scumbag, but murdering him is not the solution at all. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, that, that's but a flashback. That's just the, I mean, like, what else worse could could she have done? Like, I'm trying to think, like, killing younglings? Like, is that... <laughs> I, I hate I, them! I hate all you of killed them! You killed the youngling. <laughs> Not the the younglings, Kate. <laughs> this is where we need to edit Kate into. In my perspective, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> you were the you chosen just, one. I hate you. Like <laughs> I hate you. Tell me, is Wayne okay? They couldn't survive. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Kate is the Anakin of lost. <laughs> I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. It gets everywhere. Um, <laughs> wow. Can you imagine oh. Hayden Christensen and Evangeline Lilly in a movie together? <laughs> They're acting peaks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I feel like we're probably going to see Evangeline Lilly in Star Wars at some point. Well, she's kind of like the Wasp, isn't she, in the Avengers movie? So she's kind of already... Well, she's done the friend. Marvel rounds. She's done the Middle Earth rounds. So Star Wars, isn't it? Well, she's about to get her own movie next year, isn't she? Well, at least this year, I should say, at the time of releasing this. She's the Wasp. So, like, Ant-Man and the Wasp. She's the Wasp, so... Oh, but she is the and. <laughs> Batman and... Wow. Batman. Take away from Evangeline Lilly's big starring role. She's the and... Well, you said she was getting her own film. I was expecting some, like, lawyer flick or something, like, starring Evangeline Lilly. <laughs> Evangeline Lilly is a lawyer. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> this Sam Austin looks like he would be in that. You yeah. can't handle the truth. He should be, like, in a Marvel movie too, shouldn't he? Like, <laughs> yeah, he should be uh, you know. the Wasp. But, like, you know, let's be honest, Sam a bit of a good guy. At least he's like, gives her an hour to get away. I mean, that gives her enough time to get in a plane to Australia, doesn't it? Direct flights from Iowa to Sydney. But, <laughs> but my, my thought about this was, wasn't there other people in that office? Well, they look at her, don't they? Like, when she's all like... Yeah, so, so, they'll be like, oh, Sam, uh, are you going to ring the cops? I'm sure. Yeah. No. Uh, they'll be like, well, I'm going to. Minutes. I'm going to. <laughs> she's my daughter. Everyone, wait. 
15 more minutes. Tick, tick, but tick. But this is where, for some reason, I thought there was a line like, I'll give you 10 or so. But I'm just making that up. There was no line. It's just he gives her an hour, I guess. Can I have an hour? Like, what does she do in an hour? Like, I mean... <laughs> Goes visit her sister or something. <laughs> Has a family reunion. All right, Austin, come on in. Get everyone in. Cheese, click. <laughs> Post status on Facebook. <laughs> Lol, just saw daddy. Off yeah, to the airport. Don't catch me. I'm on the run. <laughs> so lucky this is pre-social media because she would have been all over that. <laughs> Imagine how these lost characters would have gone on social media. Like, Hurley would be all into Facebook. Hurley. Oh, he would have had like 20 friends. <laughs> Charlie would be like, you know, oh, I'm a bloody rock cord. Like me status. Who can hook me up? Hashtag 420. Shannon's posting the sexy selfies with like 500 likes. <laughs> yeah, and then Saeed liking all of them. Boons. Commenting on them. Boons. Like, just, I can do Facebook. No, you can't, Boon. Just go on. Boon shares all the tenants. Every photos. single person on Facebook has a friend request from Boon. <laughs> okay, Boon, just come on, calm down. Jack just saved another woman's life. <laughs> Hashtag feeling grateful. Old gummy. Hashtag gold. Old gummy Joe. I haven't used one of these in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I could use my legs, sad face. <laughs> Michael, what? What? Or, John Locke, how are you feeling today? <laughs> Don't tell me what I can do. <laughs> Son, hello, everybody. <laughs> Jin's commenting in Korean when you click C translation. You can speak English? <laughs> Claire, here's another photo of my baby. <laughs> I don't know how to use this Facebook. Is this what you meant to do with it? People keep telling me how to post my status updates. Oh, we're so lucky. Lost was pre-social Sawyer. media. Sawyer, what would Sawyer be like? Just great. He'd be the one like liking all the Trump pages, sharing all the, like <laughs> sharing all. You know, oh, the, the right-wing media hacks and fake news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like anti-left-wing. <laughs> Damn hippie commies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be the political Republican. Oh, my God. Send us in your ideas for lost people on Facebook. They probably are. Like, if you probably type in Kate Austin, there's probably a profile for it. probably a lostpedia page. Like social <laughs> media page. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of these shows, like, created, like, um, accounts of these people, I remember, so... Um, well, not like for Lost, but like in other shows. So, uh, anything more? Anything? MSN Addies. Anything more to add on this? No, I don't like it. <laughs> I just think it could be so much better. Um, no, I think it just needed more background to this, and I don't know. I just think she should have done something bigger. Again, not taking away from. Wayne, the scumbag, but it's just, it's not enough. All right, well, okay, let's just say it. Happened in 2001, she did 9-11. There we go. That's the theory. <laughs> Done. She did something bigger. All right. <laughs> Fine. Um, yes, Ben, still not... Something like that. Not right for 9-11 jokes. It hasn't been enough time yet. All right, so, um, meanwhile, back on the island, um, it's all happy days because everyone's been reunited. It's great. Jin's gotten lucky. Jin and Jin and Saeed, uh, Jin and Saeed come out. <laughs> I'm so sad. Someone come for me. Oh, Jin and Sun come out. Now, my biggest question here is like, is it's, an, the... it's a nice scene. Shirtless Daniel Day Kim smiling. Hurley giving the He's thumbs fun. up. Great. You know, look, Sun. My man crush is just growing. Yeah, you're getting, a, you're getting a Jin erection here. 
You know, poor poor Saeed's on the, the beach digging a grave for Shannon. Now, two things here I've got an issue with. One, I want them to cut to another tent and we see Rose and Bernard walking out, shirtless Bernard. I'm like, oh, yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> you know, and secondly, Dick Camp, why are they not helping Saeed dig a grave? Like, oh, you just lost your girlfriend. You dig a grave. <laughs> what was her name again? <laughs> Who? Was that that one like, related oh, to that Oh, Shannon guy? died? Yeah, even Ghost Boone is in the background going, I'll help, I'll help. Um, like, Do you think this is where uh, Ji-Yon, Sun and Jin's baby was conceived? Uh, like this, this scene here? Because they were looking pretty happy. Well, when else did they have sex? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he wasn't talking to her for like days before. I mean, and again, I, I need to raise this question again, just like, you know, with Saeed and Shannon, ugh, bringing them up again. A few episodes ago, like... You know, it's a quiet camp, it's a quiet beach, and, like, is his son pretty quiet? Like, I mean, you know, is that why well, Hurley's there? He's like, thumbs up, dude, she's great, she's loud. She, she must be quiet, because she's trained herself in case, back in the day, she accidentally said something in English. So, oh, yes, June. <laughs> so they're just, like, what? You just hear this, not like, ah, 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 like... <laughs> I, I do like the Hurley, though. Like, yeah, Jim. Yeah, like, boy. You go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hurley. The Chinese people have water. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, meanwhile, Jack's, like, um, you know, having a mildly flirting with Sawyer. Um, <laughs> where is she? I love her. Um, oh, now look, yeah, I guess this is cringeworthy, because it just comes out of nowhere. Like, I mean, you know, we talk a lot about certain shows and movies that we've covered over the years, you know, about how long it takes to fall in love. I'm not going to question that anymore. I got into trouble in Casino Royale with that. But, like, you know, he's been off on a raft for, like, how long? The last time they had a conversation, they sort of have a bit of a fight. And, so what, he's getting shot, pulling a bullet out, and meanwhile, he's like, oh, my God, I got an epiphany, Freckles, I fucking love you. <laughs> like, I mean... Oh, it's just... This is why I don't like this episode because it's pretty much entirety about entirely about the love triangle, and I don't know why this show puts so much of an emphasis on it. Yeah, they're hot, and yeah, they're the main characters, but it's just it just doesn't play well the first time or on any subsequent re- rewatch. It's just they put so much attention on it when we should be checking in with Sun and Jin, who have been reunited, and Rose and Bernard. So we don't see for like ever Penny. now, do we? <laughs> yeah, those two is what this episode should be focusing on. Like, this love triangle, and it does just come out of nowhere, and it's so forced, and that's my problem with this episode. It's pretty much entirely about the love triangle, and Kate, uh, we'll get to it, but she's going back and forth this episode, and it's just, I love you, like, ugh, so bad. I mean, I can see that. I absolutely can see that, but I, I mean, I guess I don't have a biggest issue with the love triangle as you do, and I think that... I mean, it's a network TV thing. I mean, you know, this is still, as much as we talk this up, has been a groundbreaking show for setting the standards of, you know, how we'll watch TV in the future. But, I mean, this is still a network show, and people still watch shows like this for the love, you know, the, the tension and the love and things like that. I mean, my biggest argument about the shit pile that is Grey's Anatomy, that the whole thing was built around the looks of one man. Oh, McDreamy! Like, I mean, you know, shut up. That's just crap. That's not how ER was built. And you had George Clooney on there, and he's sexier than fucking Patrick Dempsey or whatever his name is. But, um, anyway. I'm so glad she picks neither of them in the end. But, like, I, again, so I've, I've never been down on the love triangle. I like it. Um, 
But, like, I also kind of... She does give me the shits of me this episode. And, again, I'm going to sound sexy. I don't give a fuck. She's a typical woman in this episode, not making a mind up. <laughs> like, oh, Sawyer, oh, come here and make out with me, Jack. <laughs> Which, come on. Yeah, well, yeah I'm, I'm, please don't say I'm slut-shaming, blah, 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 because... I'm not woman shaming or anything because I mean Saeed is a whore too. Like he goes, we'll get to he's a him bigger later whore. on talking about loving people when <laughs> he's got Nadia on the go and stuff like that. So please don't say oh he's such a blah blah blah. But he's just had someone tell him he loves them, and then she's off kissing another guy, and it's just like this is taking the whole like like going after two guys at once thing to the next level. It's just yeah. Ugh, Look, we joke about her. Dick Dagonon Hegrun or whatever it is, like the shape we're up to right now. But I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it's, and it's like, I, it's, it's not us, yeah, it's not us being anti women or this sort of stuff. At the end of the day, we're going to say the same for Saeed. We've said probably more about Saeed than we have for Kate, because, like, at least Kate, really, at this point, has only kissed Sawyer until this episode. Whereas, like, fucking Saeed, oh, I'm on a plane to, like, save Nadia. Oh, I'm fucking Shannon and I love her. Like, shut up. Um, I mean, Evangeline Lily even criticises this. So. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, it's a case of, you know, what, what is she doing? But it's, uh, anyway, but like, can I just, I want to ask a quick question about the hatch. Something that I keep noticing here, and like, again, this might be sort of answered and I might just be ignoring it, or maybe it's just something that I shouldn't read too much into, but like, they've found this hatch. I mean, how many survivors do we have left? Like, 40 people left now or something like that? Like, Well, we've added four. So. Okay, well, 44 or whatever we've got. Like... Why are these other people not just, like, rushing into this hatch and wanting to stay there and kind of just, like... I know there's a beeping alarm in there, but still, like, they've lived on a beach for nearly 50 days. You've got craving beds and shelters and that. And, like, I know they've got their little jobs and kind of this sort of stuff, but, like, where's Steve and fucking random Puerto Rican woman and, like, you know, Paolo and Nikki and all these other people that, like... Think about it. You're on a crash and you find out there's shelter with, like, food and, like, a bed and music. But, oh, no, I'd just rather stay on the beach. Like, it just it never makes sense to me that none of these people are just, like, chilling in... What, does Jack control all of them? Like, sure, there's a revolt at one point. Like, fuck you, Jack, all 39 of us are against you. We're all in the hatch. Well, I guess this is, comes into art to... Why, why does Kate get the best shelter for the hatch? <laughs> I mean, the producers do joke about this, how it's all about the main characters and that. So yeah. Let's not read too much in. I know, but it's, it's kind of, I know it's kind of mentioned a few episodes of time when, like, Claire's all like, can I go sleep in the hatch? There's comfy beds. And Locke's kind of just like, oh, well, you know, there's a, large, yeah. a beeping alarm every 108 minutes. Um, I mean, and they did show Rose not wanting to be in the hatch and that. So they have kind of... Meddled with I'd like to imagine that kind of they have like turns. So, like, Steve, you go have a shower, and you know, Nikki, you go have it. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's got to be like in a logical grand scheme of lost that surely they're letting them use the shower and they're obviously eating. So, you know, there's probably a few times where they just like take it in turns or whatever, but you know, like, oh, let's have a romantic yeah, I mean, night. Maybe there are people. Maybe uh, Doug, like, when Ben's getting tortured and that, maybe he's there in the bed and we just don't see him. Yeah, I- I'm sure there has to be. But anyway, it's just something I kind of noticed in these last few episodes. Like, why is no one in the hatch? Like, I'd be in there all the time. Um, Kate's, yeah, up the tree, doing her usual picking fruit. She falls off and sees a horse. Um, oh, <laughs> this is my biggest problem with the episode. <laughs> the horse? Because, yes, because it's just, it's dumb and... I'm not one of those fans who said, oh, Lost never explained anything. I think they explained it a lot. But this just adds in convoluted stuff that they clearly had no direction for and clearly we're never going to address again. 
they just put this in for the sake of it and oh is she going crazy and then you know you could make the argument but then freaking Sawyer later on the horse is just so dumb and oh Kate's seeing a horse from her past this is just adding weird stuff in for weird sake like oh no we're explaining we're showing the monster we haven't had a polar bear in a while this is season two we have to have some more weird stuff what are we going to do oh yeah let's put a horse from Kate's past in and you know, they talk about coincidence for fate. Maybe it is just a random horse that was on the island, but it's just, it's so dumb. Like, they don't need this. It's its just there for the pure sake of being weird, and it's its a major nitpick I have with this because it's just convoluted for no reason. They didn't need this. They could have done this whole episode without the horse. Thing. Yeah, if you really want to piss yourself off even more, then click on theories for the horse on our last oh. There's so much here on the horse. well that's the whole idea there's so much because they just had it there for no reason so now everyone's going crazy over it the term dark horse refers to a shady kind of character who has many secrets clearly both kate and sawyer are characters who would epitomize the term dark horse therefore this is most likely the meaning of kate's obsidian equestrian vision no that's not a meaning that's not the... Re- I thought a dark horse is, like, something who's, like, a real... Like, in sporting terminology, like, you're a smoky to win. Like, you're kind of a long shot to win. You're a dark horse. Like, we use that in Survivor. Like, who's a dark horse to win? Like, you know, okay. Um, could God, be... I'm reading some of them. Could They're be from the now. Black Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Isn't, there a, isn't that a movie? The Black Stallion or something like that? It is a... It is a, it is a manifestation of the monster. The horse is roughly the same colour as the monster, although that is a little trivial. The horse is the same <laughs> one. Then, of I love that even in their own theorising, they realise how dumb it is. Um, but I mean, I'll, I'll let you keep going on it, but no, the please. monster one Some of these are just dumb. is kind of the general agreed-upon main theory about it, um, that it's a manifestation of the monster. That's kind of what most people agree on, but that's kind of dumb in itself because, I mean, I thought that the monster could only manifest into dead people who were on the island. So does that mean there's this dead horse carcass somewhere on the (laughs) island that looks a lot like... Yeah, maybe it can manifest people. We saw it kind of shows Echo's visions of his past, so maybe it can somehow do that, but I don't know. That's If it was a manifestation of the monster, that just brings up more questions than answers. Like, why was the monster randomly showing up just for a little bit? Hey, and then never doing it again. Like, some of these, like the horse came out of Ben's magic box. I have a magic box, (laughs) but um, I love the fact that the horse is Wayne. Whoever people on this bloody Lost Pediatrics seem to like have conversations with each other. So we have (laughs) horse escape from the flame, followed up by this seems likely as it was too well groomed to be wild. Followed up by, agreed. It has clearly been well curried, bears no scars or bald spots, <laughs> produced by rubbing against trees, and its hooves are trimmed. But even if it escaped from a pen, its appearance is so well maintained that it cannot have been loose for more than a week or so. Ah, oh, horse experts. Thank you, horse expert. <laughs> oh, my God. I really want somebody from the this website on The horse is one show. of Charles Whitmore. <laughs> Um, anyway. The horse represents Kate's past. No shit. Fucking shut the front door. <laughs> I mean, the I'm all the best. The result of the Darby Initiative. What? I'll be. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like, I, mean, I, I, I completely agree with everything you're saying. I, I, it's not like I disagree with you. I'm going to argue your point because I think you're absolutely right. I just don't. I just. 
I guess don't have a problem with it. Like, I mean, it's I, I again, it's weird. I see your issues and I see the problems, but like, I'm just kind of like, eh, it's no different to Sawyer and the ball, you know. So it's kind of like, eh, you know, cool. It's just one of these weird well, sort the of differences. Sawyer wasn't seeing the boar as a significant thing in his past. This is, they go out of their way to show, oh, this is what saved her, and now it's here on the island. True, true. But, I mean, I don't know. I just The boar was just a dumb boar plot line. I don't know. I just don't necessarily have a, a huge problem with it. Um, so, anyway, uh, we're to Shannon's funeral, aren't we, right now? Oh, like, you know. I didn't know her. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know she Shannon kind of too well. <laughs> Um, he's a one trick pony. Yeah, that's all. That's all he says. But um, is this? Uh, oh no, did I miss um Kate and Jack in the hatch? Um, you go back to there. You should be there. I'll mash up some fruit. Yeah, but there's nothing cool. Really to talk about. But. Um, oh, Echo and Anna. You know, hey, oh, I'm going to the funeral. Oh, I don't think I'll make it. What is what is Anna building? I don't know what she's building at that point. It's like some weird contraption. <laughs> Um, she's, yeah, I mean, I wrote down shelter, but it kind of looks like she's well, making she's the not grave. Building, she's not building a shelter, because in, like, four episodes, she's building a shelter. Like, she's building something forever, Anna. Like, she's <laughs> chilling. Well, I mean, she needs to keep herself occupied for a long time, because no one's going to be talking to her. So. Yeah, true. Um, but, like, I, I love Saeed. I'm glad we're going to get normal Saeed, but he really needs... Like, for somebody who's, like, an, an Iraqi, he's probably killed a lot of people... He really needs to work on his funeral speeches. Because, I mean, again, let's go back to, I didn't know Boone very well. This time around, it's, Shannon and I were strangers. We wouldn't <laughs> even have spoken. But we did. And we did yeah, meet. We did speak. <laughs> we did. Uh, I loved her. He's obviously, oh, no. <laughs> he walks off. And then, like, uh, dick camp again. This is the camp that wouldn't help poor Saeed dig the grave of his beloved <laughs> Shannon. Shannon fucks, uh, Saeed fucks off. Jack just walks up and is like, may she rest in peace. Pours a bit of sand and walks off. <laughs> like, three people just get a bit of sand. My wife killed her dad. <laughs> they literally just, like, pour one handful of sand and walk off. So, like, there's, what, 40 people, 40 handfuls of sand. So this poor old half-buried <laughs> Shannon in the tarp. Does Maggie Grace get another credit for that? I don't think she does. Um, but, like, it's so mean. Oh, poor Shannon. killed me with- I loved her. Uh, 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 <laughs> I, I had a bit of chunder in my mouth during that. Like, We're going to have a few weeks of brooding Saeed, but soon, about mid-season, we'll get Saeed back. But <sighs> I love... Like, Nadia is waiting for you in LA. It's only been like 40-something days. Uh, now, now who's he t- he's, he's told people that. Like, Claire saw the photo. Rousseau's probably in the background going, you didn't love her. What about Nadia? <laughs> <laughs> you Um, yeah, God, Saeed. But, like, seriously, we wouldn't have spoken. We never met. But we did speak, and we did meet. <laughs> yeah, he's not good at poetry, so... Cool, Saeed. Cool. And Boone's not even there to speak at a funeral. We should have had Ghost Boone, just, like, they force did, Ghost Boone. They, they did see, uh, uh, Boone's grave, though. Like, yeah. if you notice there were graves, that's a nice, consistent... Uh, continuity well, it's Boone touch. Hill, isn't it? That's what it's called, right? <laughs> I don't know why it's not called Scott Hill. Cause <laughs> been... I didn't know Scott very well. Um... Bob hit me. <laughs> I mean, he hit me. And I thought he was me. And I loved him. 
<laughs> That's every funeral. <laughs> it's like the same thing. I didn't know Charlie very well, but we did meet. And I loved him. It's like, oh, God, Saeed, yes, we know. <laughs> Saeed gripped the funerals. I didn't know Nicky and Paolo. Oh, Saeed, just go away. <laughs> then he goes to Nadia's funeral in the flash forward. He doesn't even speak. <laughs> I knew oh, her shit. very well. We spoke all the time. I hated she her. She wouldn't shut up. <laughs> oh, God, I'd like to meet Naveen Andrews and just be like, hey, Naveen. I didn't know Naveen very well. <laughs> Like we interviewed him at the end of the interview. I didn't think that we would do a podcast. But we did speak. <laughs> we did meet. And I loved him. He was like David Andrew. I didn't know well, no, I didn't know him very well. But we did speak. <laughs> we should just get him on the show and just ask him to like put on the Saeed accent the whole time. <laughs> oh my god. I wonder like like I know he, he sort of asked, like, oh I want to hook up with Maggie Grace. But I wonder if, like, he's, like, at the end of, like, going, oh, yeah, she totally wasn't worth it. She was so into Liam Neeson, it wasn't funny. Um, so, anyway. Um, so, uh, Kate's back in the hatch and chopping up fruit and playing music. And, um, Patsy Cline. I listen to Patsy Klein on the <laughs> island. Doesn't she play Patsy? That is Patsy Klein, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Never mind. I knew she played in this episode. Patsy everywhere. So he rakes up and throat rapes her and basically he's like, you kid, why did you kill me? And this apparently sets... Second Kate- biggest nitpick of the episode. I'm sorry I keep running, but no, the, go, now go. We're, we're done my two biggest nitpicks. The horse... Well, not even nitpicks, like... Ass hates or something. Ass hates? I don't know. It's just... Uh, Total shit. I don't know. But, um, it was the horse, and then this one. Like, what? Dwayne is reincarnated in Sawyer, and why did you kill me? It's, it's just like I don't mind some of Lost Weird's donkey wheel time travel things, but this is just they never explore kind of this again, and it's just out of nowhere. Like, oh, I happen to be thinking about that time I killed Wayne, and. Oh, Sawyer is being reincarnated. Oh, there's the horse. It's just none of. And again, I'm not one of those people. Oh, lost, never explained things. But none of this is explained. None of this is interesting. And it's all just weird for weird sake. And it's just all cringy. It's like Sawyer is Wayne now. It's like what? Like I'm starting to see why people stop watching in Australia during season two because this is just <laughs> getting dumb at this point. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I completely agree with everything you're saying. It's just random. But, I mean, I, you know, I guess I'm just not as down on it as you are. But, you know, she uh, obviously runs away, does a runner. Meanwhile, you know, beep, beep, alarm's going off. <laughs> Dick Kate just does a runner. Dick Kate, bro. Yeah, leaves poor old Sawyer just bleeding out in the ground. <laughs> Sawyer, you type in the button. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> Come on, Freckles, I love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Locke comes in and saves the day. Good old gummy Joe. Um, meanwhile, Charlie's got him. I swear, like Dominic Monaghan, they're just like, okay, we'll give Charlie an episode in about four episodes time, but, oh, well, he's the big star, so we better give him a line this episode. Hello, Kate, how are you? Oh, what about the bloody others, <laughs> eh? So random. <laughs> <laughs> She's just not, li- you haven't listened to a bloody word I see, have you? Um, governor? Uh, <laughs> I just love the way Kate just ran with like, do you think there's horses on the island? Charles just like, oh, well, there's there's polar bears and monsters, probably not horses. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so, just, it's such a badly written, it's just so random and just like, 
What is happening? And then Charlie just like bums into Jack. Hello, Jack. How are you, love? (laughs) Where's Kate? (laughs) Oh, this is where we get rapey, Jack. And this is where it's like, uh, what? Like, oh, he's back on the way to the caves. And what did you say like a while ago that the caves just get forgotten about? (laughs) Do we ever go back to the caves? The caves. Yeah. Not until season six, wow. where they find Shannon did Halo. <laughs> oh, good. That, that question. <laughs> glad, we, glad we cleared that one up. Oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> now, who's this again? Oh, I don't know. Someone we buried a while ago with a couple of handfuls of sand. <laughs> uh, you know that the balls rot- are probably munging on her, right? <laughs> you know that half be- rotten corpse that we never finished burying? <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, anyway, I, I do like this scene, though, with, like, Jin's getting his handcuffs removed. That's kind of cool. Yeah, finally. Season 1, episode 6, he's had them on for. Yeah. Then we've got Michael checking the, uh, the structural integrity of the... <laughs> Here he is. Well, I just uh, <laughs> quickly add... Yeah, Michael with the integrity. I just want to quickly add that, uh, where did I read this? Uh, this episode marks the first time in the series where Jin and Locke exchange dialogue. Oh. So this is the first time they've... And the next time they would speak to each other would, wouldn't be until season five, episode five. Wow. This place is death. Racist Locke. <laughs> doesn't yeah, like so Koreans. <laughs> it's just, I guess you... Where I come from, it's just... Bold I guess you don't, don't like think Koreans. with... <laughs> With these ensemble casts, I guess you don't really notice that some people really don't get much together at all. Well, it's, so it's, it's kind of weird to think. Yeah, well, it's random because, I mean, I, I, one thing we do a lot on the Third Watch episodes is, like, we point out when you know, one of the random paramedics will randomly talk with a cop. Like, it's so rare that you do notice it. But I guess kind of on Third Watch, you never really have more than nine or ten in the main cast. And you got about 18 here. So, um yeah, I guess it's a little bit different with a bigger one. But, yeah, I, I like these sort of things on ensemble shows where you do get these random character interactions that you don't see. But, I mean, I never noticed that until you pointed that out. So, who are some other ones that yeah. have never interacted? That's a question off the top of our head. Hurley <laughs> and Locke? have lost. But, um, oh, no, of course they No, no they get tackled. a little bit. They trek off together. and um, Kate and Jin just hanging out. Paolo and Ben. Yep, tr- yep. The Paolo and... Widmore, Paolo and <laughs> Daniel Faraday. Boone and Widmore. <laughs> I'll be the chosen one. No, you won't, Boone. Just go uh, away. Maybe we can find a list somewhere, but I don't know that off the top of my head. It'd be like one of those it's tree map things, wouldn't there? Like where they had the dots like connected to characters and shit. That'd be a cool little thing to find. Yeah. Um, so, um, is that... Yeah, it's, there's blast doors that we blast doors. discover. Michael is, and... <laughs> Expert uh, <laughs> construction man. Yeah, I reckon I could build a shower out of this. Uh, <laughs> he's looking up the blast door. Walt! You up there, Walt! <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, Jack's found Kate because he's tra- tracker Jack now. Oh, you missed Echo crashing the party. Oh, oh and he just walks I in. would like to see it too. Oh, the film. All right, yeah, yeah. So, like, movie night in the hatch. Yeah. <laughs> Echo, I, I would like to see it too. You watch the film. I would like to see it. I just love Echo. He just, <laughs> he just shows up. He's just the most awesome person. Just like, you know, he'd be the, the best. most awesome, but also the most awkward. He'd be the best teacher. Like, hello, class. I'm here to teach you about maths. In the beginning. Yeah. Wow, when you talk about the beginning, that's my favourite scene in this episode. In the beginning, there was Joseph and Noah. Wow, you really mean the beginning, don't you? 
Oh, I love Mr. Echo. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, okay. I would like to watch it, too. Um, <laughs> so, uh, doesn't Locke say, like, yeah. why not? <laughs> Three, three's, three's company. Let, let's get in our jammies and have a slumber party. <laughs> I'll make the popcorn. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, here's Jack. Oh, Kate, where you been? Um, what is he? He's like... He's like, I'm sorry I'm not as perfect as you. I'm sorry that I'm... Like, oh, I love like, But, like, can I just point out, like, I think you said this before, like, rapey Jack. Like, holy yeah. crap. Like, Raps this is a woman who, because of domestic abuse, blew someone up, Jack. And, like, <laughs> she's getting grabbed and she's trying to run away from him. She's all like, oh, my God, let me go. Like, no, Kate, no. Like, I want Kate to, like, punch him at this point, not make out with him. No wonder Sarah divorced him. He's a... He's a bit forceful. This Jack, is what this but... is what happened with him on the bus. Like, get off the yeah. back bus, Matthew. This Fox. is a Matthew no, Fox no. flashback. This wasn't acting. We saw the other Matthew Fox flashback from the first season. They... It's the second Matthew Fox flashback. They all cut like five minutes before this. Eventually, and Lily's like, "Okay, <laughs> Matthew, cut, I'm, Matthew, I'm just going to get some food from the food tray." No, Evangeline, get let go of me, Matthew. Let go of me. <laughs> Did you notice the Canadian coming out of Evangeline? Like, I'm sorry, I'm not as good as you. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> I really, you really could notice it if you think about it. I didn't. I need to go back and watch it. But um, I guess we need to talk about this because Rapey Jack gets his way. They make out. Um, so what are we, like 30-odd episodes in and finally the sexual chemistry is broken? Here they are. What what colour do you have a preference for? Oh, um, you know, here it is. <laughs> um, is this what Jack meant all that days ago when he said, if I was checking you out, you would know it? Yeah. He's, he's really a, just a bit forceful, rapey. You would know it. <laughs> you come here, I'm flirting with you. I'm checking you out. checking you out, you would know it. Now, look, again, I don't mind. Like, I've always kind of liked sort of, you know, the triangle. It's okay. I'm still on the bandwagon. I think Kate and Sawyer should be together and Jack and Juliet should be together. But I don't know, like... I'm, li- I'm glad they kissed, but to me, this is similar to what, like, Kate's issue. It's kind of like, you kind of wanted Kate to have done something more. Whereas, like, I wanted their kiss to be a little bit more. Like, rapey Jack. It's not hot at all. No, it's like Sawyer <laughs> and Kate's Jack, is- Kate trying to get away. And like, <laughs> it's not hot, it's awkward. And like, and this is supposed to be Kate and Sawyer's episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... It doesn't make sense. Like, because this is, like, just, forgotten about. I thought about. the first time would be a bit more special than this. But it's meant to be... It's forgotten about, isn't it? Like, five minutes later. So... <laughs> Um, but I love, I love here. Kate kisses Jack passionately and, seemingly shocked by her actions, runs off into the jungle. She's a runner. <laughs> Typical so Kate. J- Jack rapey kiss and then she- Kate does a runner. Actually, hang on. What is happening in this episode? I'll, re- I'll read this on Lostpedia. She tries to run away, but Jack grabs her forearm and pulls her back. With emotions reaching a fever pitch, Jack puts close and holds her without warning. Why wasn't this episode called Fever Pitch? Oh my god. Yeah. I'm... And then don't you love rejected Jack? He's like, oh. Kate, come back. Kate, Kate. Awkward Jack in the jungle, like, god damn it, Jack, you're such an idiot. <laughs> Goes and grabs the You already screwed up with Sarah. Yeah. Oh my god. Him oh, and kissing so people. Um. <laughs> So, I've written here in my notes. They finally kiss. She buggers off. Uh, 
<laughs> that basically sums it up. Uh, back in the hatch, they're watching the video. I love old Gummy Joe just chilling in the door frame with his coffee, having a bit of a smile. Old kids watching the Dharma video. Here we go. It's like, you know that meme where it's like, they show like a funny face. It's like when you're watching a comedy movie that you, that you've already seen and you're checking to see if your friend is laughing. Yeah. Like, this is that meme. Like, Locke's already seen the movie. He's like, oh, are they going to be weirded out by the Chinese man? <laughs> oh, he's a good old gummy Joe. Um, like when he's on the, on the couch. Oh, and then like, what are they talking about? Like the roster here and then kind of, you know, Michael's just, you know, all the missing splices. And then like Locke wants his opinion on Mr. Echo. Looks up, just walks off. <laughs> I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, I don't know what he does. He just leaves. Um, then we've got Kate. She's finally grieving over Shannon. Um, <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> just random Kate and Saeed. Do you believe... Saeed moved on. Do you believe in ghost Saeed? I saw Walt in the jungle. Does that make me crazy? Um... <laughs> But I don't know. I like the Avengers, but this is not one of his shining moments. He really is kind of just a bit AWOL from like the next few episodes, isn't he? Like, but this you know. is like where he's like, oh, well, Shannon's gone, Nadia's gone, oh, there's Kate. Hello, Kate. <laughs> don't get involved, Sage. He's making out with everyone this episode. She's probably got a chance. Like, she's probably- I do think Evangeline Lily slash Kate plays neurotic quite well. Like, I, I buy that she's kind of going crazy. Yeah. Episode. I mean, look, I-, I thought you were going to maybe like, bag her out for her acting this episode. I think Evangeline Lily actually does really well this episode. I think she's really good acting uh, in this one, whether you like this episode or not. I think you kind of can't take that away from her in this one, surely. Come on. The acting's good, better than whatever the case may be. It belongs to the man in love. <laughs> but <laughs> the kiss. Um, I mean, I don't have a side, but I'm hanging out for Bear Cage and, at this point. <laughs> I think, like, I will say one thing about the kiss, though. Like, I mean, there is chemistry between Matthew Fox and Evangeline Lilly, and it's kind of like when they kiss, like, besides the rapey part of it, like, it's it's a decent kiss, but it's just not how I wanted it to be their first kiss. So, yeah. When do they kiss again? Is this not to the flash forward when they're together, or do we actually see him hook up again? Yeah. Yeah, spoiler alert. Anyway. um, Well, he bangs her then. Well, you know, she's about to get some bear cage love soon. Um, Which I think Sawyer probably, like, I'm not saying Annalise has got some, like, STDs or anything, but, like, you know, he's having unprotected sex with everyone, Sawyer. Like, we're talking about (laughs) Saeed being a bit of a man whore, and, I mean, Sawyer's... Like, I'm not sure he's, like, pulled out a condom when he gets with Annalise there in a couple of episodes, so... And this is on an island where pregnancy rates are up, like, seven seven times as high as, like, yeah. the real world or something. This and is where a Korean man who's infertile gets a girl pregnant. And remember, like, Kate's got some, like, chocolate mushed in the nether region, so, I mean, you know, like, <laughs> is Kate she pregnant? take the shower. Yeah, well, you know, it's still there. Um, so... Well, there actually is a scene where Kate and Sawyer talk about Kate finds out she's not pregnant. Oh, well, but uh, cool. this is season three. Why are we talking about this? So, um, I like I, I like this explanation here about like what, what Michael like with uh, Locke, like why can't you put the numbers in now? Because uh, like I always thought that like oh couldn't you just like keep typing them in and have like three hours <laughs> off? Um, so you know uh, Michael's there, just don't break it. And then this is where we get hello again, hello. hello. <laughs> I have something that, I think this, you should see. Unzips. He's got a big dong with Echo and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I he would. Say, I actually was thinking that. Too, Echo's you know. got a I have big dog. Like, oh yeah, it's massive. But, um, <laughs> the one thing I thought here was when he was with when they watched the film. I thought Echo said here, "I think we are going to need to watch that again." Um, 
to Echo Locks thing, but I think that might be in question mark when they find the Pearl Station. Mm. Or I'm making that up. No, I, 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 I vaguely remember that being it's said. It's good to, to watch that again. Yeah, but anyway, so he shows him his dong, and then he also has a Bible. Um, which is, again, as I mentioned, I just love the, I will begin at the beginning. There was no Long before Christ. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you really do mean the beginning. Were you excited when your name got mentioned here, Noah? <laughs> the Book of Noah? Were you like, Did Noah? No? It, is it mentioned, really? Yeah, he says the Book of Noah. Oh, I every time I watch the Steve, his story is just so drawn out and Bible studies I always tune out. Yeah, I mean I <laughs> really I've never I've never heard that in fifteen years of watching this episode. I've written that down here. It's like the book of Oh I'm Noah. not I'm not doubting you. It's just <laughs> every time he goes on about his long long the moment he says long before Christ, I'm with Locke there. Like I I love again, love Miss Echo, probably top five favourite character for me in Lost. But like I mean, he's the nicest guy until next episode. We'll see he's maybe not that nice. But, like, I just love the fact that he sometimes is a bit of a dick when you want a little bit more from him. So, like, you know, you know, Bernard, like, oh, was there any African about I will pray for her. I will pray for them, too. <laughs> this time around, like, oh, Gummy Joe's like, oh, got a present. It's like, there once was a temple and they built a book and the book became this. And do not convince me. <laughs> like, just like, I, can I, you not just be serious and just be like, I have something for you. Hand a piece of film. <laughs> yeah, the other bit of the film. Um, I do like the nice added touch where Echo asked Locke, do you know the story? Because you would assume as a viewer that Locke would know all about this because he is the man of faith. And it kind of brings in some interesting stuff that we later see with uh, Locke's flashback where Locke's going off to science camp and stuff like that, that he too has kind of had this faith tested and he was also has shades of the man of science and that Locke isn't necessarily a traditional faith believer he is a huge believer mm. um, but he's not necessarily a believer in the sense that we would think um, so I think it adds a nice kind of shade of man of science into Locke um, it's just a nice little touch it's like a five second thing but it adds to it Locke's character immensely I think. that's a good point I, I, yeah, I kind of like that bit like have you heard this story before Locke <laughs> like, no, I haven't. I can't this is lot where Locke needed to say, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And and the moral is, what are you getting to? <laughs> yeah. I've heard it. I've, yeah, favourite story. Love it. Please um, be quiet, John. I haven't finished with my story yet. <laughs> like, he's, he's and a, then we get to 10 BC. It's the type of person that, like, you know, you go out and have a big night out and you tell them a story. You know, it takes a little bit. You've got to add a little bit of flair to it. Like, <laughs> I shall begin from the beginning. I woke up at 9am and had a shower. I rinse Someone my body needs to re-edit with, this with a, a title card, like, four hours later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I got tired and built an arc. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, we've got Lumberjack Jack here. Um, just, I <laughs> just love the random. So, Rose's husband is white. Didn't see oh, that yes. one coming. <laughs> Classic ignorant Hurley. Uh, it's just a random scene. We don't really, you know, we just find out that Sun's looking after someone. Like, I love random Sun here. Like, you know. Oh, Nurse Sun is back. Nurse Sun. But, like, can I just be honest here? Like, Sun does not want this job. Sun's, like, chilling with Sawyer. Like, <laughs> yeah, mixing up something. I don't know what she's doing. This all of a sudden, like, Kate walks in. Can you look after him? Okay, bye, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a hot date with you. She's horny. Like, Sun's off. She's gone. She's back in the jungle. Yeah, he's been gone for, like, days on the raft. She's... <laughs> 
She wants gin time. Oh, I've literally... She hasn't got that handcuffed on anymore, so she's excited. I've written here, going to fuck gin. Um, so... <laughs> oh, that's true. So, anyways, okay, Kate's with Sawyer. Um, Sutton calling, like, having a conversation with Wayne. I'm sure you love this bit. <laughs> Sawyer wakes up and, well, oh, that's probably the nicest thing you've ever said. What it said, something said to me or something like that, you know... Old Freckles and Sawyer having a flirt. Why not? She's making out with everyone. Um, then they go out. Oh, I, I do like this, actually, with Sawyer. It's like, we've been rescued. Like, you know, because I was thinking yeah, about that. that. Like, when Sawyer wakes up, I'm thinking, would he think he's been rescued? Uh, and I like it when they go outside. It's like, you're yanking But he's also team. been to a hatch. He was in the arrow. True. And then he's sort of, like, outside and sees a horse. Did you see this horse, too? And then, oh, it's like that horse knows your Freckles. And it's like, oh, I do. Like, that's a big cry. I don't like that line. Like, Ugh. it's like, you know the whole I do. It's like, what? Like, yeah, but if if Kate saw it, at least we had the argument, oh, Kate's going crazy or it's a thing from Kate's bus. But now that they add in this Sawyer bit, it just makes it twice as dumb. But I do love Josh Holloway and Sawyer's like, I think you're going to need to take me back inside. <laughs> yeah. I do like that. But the rest is just like, oh, really? Why? Yeah. Um... Now, I know I'm going to get back to the lock and echo the film bit here, but I just, I mean, kind of going off my notes and in order here on the the Lost Peter, I mean, random Jack and Anna Lucia, um, we kind of get them having their drink finally. It's kind of I cute. I think these two have a lot of chemistry. I don't think it's necessarily sexual chemistry, but I think these two work very well. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, so, yeah, so we now, is this, so we've what, this is where uh, Locke's putting the film together, and this is where he's like, what are the odds? Like, you know, we crash on yep. sides of the thing, and this is in this one, and this is in this one. And, like, how does he get this put together so perfect? One of old Gummy Joe's skills is putting together films perfectly. Oh, <laughs> he has a lot of hobbies. I don't doubt that this is one of his. <laughs> I do I do love the whole do not mistake coincidence for fate, because this is kind of the birth of Locke and Echo relationship, which is, in a way, takes over Jack, and Locke, Jack versus Locke. And this kind of becomes a big focus for season two, and it, it dies out because of AAA wanting to leave Hawaii. But um, but I think this is the birth of it, and I do love the whole "do not mistake coincidence for fate." And there's a lot of interesting stuff they'll do with these two this season. Well, we see the remainder part of the jump, obviously, in the film, and we find out that oh, you know, must never use it to communicate with the outside world. This would compromise the integrity of the project and may lead to another incident. Da, da, da. What timing to hear this. Yeah, well, perfect timing, because who still Do happens... Do not mistake coincidence for fate. <laughs> who happens to be in the hatch still checking out the old integrity of all the machines? Here's Michael, and um, he's just chilling and checking out cords and stuff, and I love I love this. Michael in a chat room. <laughs> we hear, like, beep. <laughs> I love his little look. Michael's at his... loving it. I love his little smirk yeah. when he gets a message. He's, like, he's like, hello, and he's just like, hmm. Hello? Yeah. ASL? Than, like, oh my god, Lock, get here, quick, something's happening. He's just like, oh, hello? Do, do, this? Were you ever in the era of uh, chat rooms when you typed ASL? Oh, yes. <laughs> ASL? <laughs> 14 Damn. male island? <laughs> 14 male, others camp. Michael writes, oh... 32 male survivors cab. Hatch. Probably shouldn't be talking. Lol, what are you wearing? (laughs) Can I see a pic? Got MSN? (laughs) What's your Addy? (laughs) Nowadays, got kick? 
Got Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's a bit dumb that we just find out about the missing footage and then this happens, but it is a great cliffhanger. Like. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, you know, I'm guessing this won't make the top five, but maybe like top 20, top 15 for the season, perhaps. Um, yeah, top 15. You know, he's definitely... We get, hello, hello, who is this? Uh, Michael. And then dot, dot, dot. All of a sudden, dad? dad. Question mark. Burr, 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 lost. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a great cliffhanger. I agree. And this kind of sets old Michael off on his little crazy ways. <laughs> like, <sighs> don't piss Michael off in his chat rooms. Got MSN? <laughs> no, sorry. Lol, block. Ah, get me a gun. Um, Cam. <laughs> C2C. Um, <laughs> don't have can, sorry. Doesn't work. <laughs> God, the worst. <laughs> yeah, even though you probably did have can. can I just... No, but back then you needed wow. a separate, like, webcam. Yeah. Or... Ain't nobody got money for that. <laughs> can I just point out that, like, kids these days have got it so easy with their Snapchat and their Kick and their Facebook. Like, you never know the, the trials and tribulations of going into <laughs> chat rooms trying to find people to talk to. Right, like no, the, the trials of tribulations of having someone on MSN and every single second letter of their thing has been changed to like capital one. Like you could change letters to automatically come up with a mode. You see, yep. you're trying to read the message. Hello, how are you? And it's just like smiling face, big S, <laughs> sparkly glitter. You question mark? You're like what? And the nudge button. One of my <laughs> best friends. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! It was it was like the Wild West back in two thousand and five. And you keep logging in and out again, so you like somebody would see you logging in. Like, oh, Noah hasn't messaged you. You must have seen me sign in. Log out. Log in. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> and, and, and I still remember, like, we had one computer. And, like, me and my brother were going out to go to the shop. I was like, oh, I want to stay logged in in case somebody sends yes. me a message. <laughs> And you'd play your, like, your music so people could see what you're listening to. And you're like, oh, why are you listening to that song? And you'd change a little picture. Oh, MSN. Good old days. Ten years ago, we'd be doing this on MSN, not Skype. So, um, <laughs> anyway, that's, um, that's what Kate did. Cool. All right, questions, answers, everything else in between. So we can finally cross out what Kate did, right? Yeah, I mean, there's quite a few answers in this episode. So, for people who uh, said that Lost never answered anything in Season 2, here's a perfect example, and next week as well. So, yeah, what Kate did, she blew up her stepdad. Season 1, Episode 3, we asked that question. Um, So, so they did delay it, but they delivered on it with a whole episode called What Kate Did. Well, there's a big question to answer next week. What is a monster? There we go. Um, all right. So, do, 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 do. Um, but also, what was in the cut section of the film? Uh, we only asked that recently, did we not? Um, it would have been episode three. Yes, it was. Correct. So, it's answering things. That's one thing you can give this episode. There you go. Uh, any, any questions come out of this? Who? What's the horse? Uh... <laughs> The Michael, yeah, what, what the hell is up with Kate's horse? I guess the, the whole um, computer thing at the end, right? Well, I don't really count things like that because it's an obvious cliffhanger that's going to be like followed up straight away. So I don't really count those things as questions. I mean, well, we can add it if you want. Well, I guess I was going to say what was the incident. We've already had that. Never mind. Um, I wrote Blast why was the section of the film cut and hidden. Okay. Uh, why Damn was Radzinski. the section of the film... I'm, yeah, I guess we could say why is the last doors 
but I guess it's just fl- flushing out the hatch. But you know, it, it does have an answer. Okay. I wouldn't classify as important as enough, but right, I don't well, we won't put, put it. In. We won't put it in there. We'll listen to the lost expert. Um, you know, um, how many times did Sun and Jin do it? Three, three. I think it's more than that. Come on, Daniel Day Kim's a man of stamina. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> Sun's begging for it. Um, Kate and Jack's kiss. Yeah, okay, no, I'm stretching now. <laughs> Why was it so gross and rapey? <laughs> yeah. Um, we really should have uh, put the question of like, how would Kate know he she was being checked out? We would have had that answered by now. <laughs> um, cool, right? Well, well, I guess we get into the uh, the the review section. Uh, <laughs> I kind of think I might know what you're doing with this. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Buy it, rent it, bin it. Uh, what do you think I'm gonna do? I think you're gonna bin this. Yeah, I'm gonna bin this. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I feel bad because literally the last two Kate episodes I've been. Um, you really have. And again, I'm not a cater. Like a cater? Most, <laughs> lo- most Lost fans are. Is and that I'm a really thing, not. Or did you just make that up? I think I've invented that one. Some stuff I make up. I think that Jack one D- I made up. Boone rule. <laughs> You're yeah, Boone rule wasn't me, but I don't know if I've heard cater before. Um, there's Jater for Jack and Kate. Um, and I don't know what the soil ones are called. Um, yeah, I'm going to bin it. But here's the thing. I don't think it's as worse as Born to Run and maybe not as bad as whatever the case may be. So of the three Kate ones I've binned, it's not actually the worst of them. There's some stuff going for it, but most of the stuff going for it doesn't involve Kate. Um, it involves like Echo and Locke and stuff like that. Um Evangeline Lily's acting is pretty good, as we mentioned. The flashback has potential, but as as we just kind of picked it apart a bit too much. Um, but there's still some... Okay, it's nice to flesh out like our relationships and stuff with Sam and stuff. So there's some okay stuff. We didn't mention that Saeed was on the TV in the background of uh, Sam's office. No, oh, uh, I never saw that. <laughs> I guess yeah, we didn't mention it for a reason then, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, yeah, there's some stuff going for it that puts it above some of the other bins, but it's just the horse and Wayne zombie channeling and just the rapey kind of weird kiss and just Kate running around the island the whole time, the random scene with Charlie and, yeah, it's just, yeah, I'm going to bin it, which is the first bin for the season. Won't be the last bin of the season. Um, there's not going to be many, I don't think, but it definitely won't be the last. And unfortunately, it probably won't be the last Kate bin episode either. Um, so it's not the lowest bin I've got, but it is the first bin of the season. And yeah, there's just too much uh, cringy kind of stuff, unnecessary stuff in it to save it from being a low rent. Well, I haven't been to anything since uh, Homecoming. Uh, and I'm not going to be in this one. I'm going to rent this one. You're too nice. Uh, there'll definitely be at least uh, <laughs> well, at least one bin coming up, maybe two. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I rent, low rent. I mean, mi- middle rent. No, I'm going to say low rent, middle rent. I mean, I'm not as down on the stuff as kind of as I said. I mean, I agree with most of the points you make. It's not that I disagree with it. It's just, I don't know. I don't have a biggest issue with it. I mean, I think the twist is great. I love random Mr. Echo and Locke. I don't mind the Kate stuff. Um, I kind of like random Hurley. Oh, so Rose's husband's white. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and, you know, but it's not enough for me to buy it. So, yeah, low rent, middle rent. 
Low middle rent. That's me. That's what I do. Um, and I will say that is our officially, at least at the time of recording this, our 200th rented television episode. There you go. Random stat for people playing at home. Ooh. Ooh. So, uh, that leads us into episode 10, the 23rd Sam. It's a Mr. Echo episode. I love Yay. this episode. Um, and we obviously get a huge reveal. This is, this is the monster revealed episode. Um, yeah. but I mean, I love this episode. I just, I always remember this one. Miss Echo, just so good. And kind of, we get a huge sort of connection too to sort of the boon plane. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, there's, there's a lot, lots to like about the next episode. I, I really enjoy the 23rd Psalm. Yeah. Um, after this kind of shite, it's good to be back uh, with some quality episode. Uh, so I agree with you. Um, once again, Lost takes your expectations and completely throws them out the window with, in terms of the backstory. And as you said, I think the way they weave it in with the mystery of the plane from season one uh, and also getting the monster. So this episode answered a couple of questions and then next one as well. So, you know, people complain that Lost never answered anything. I think we're finding that season two actually has been answering quite a lot of questions between the hatch and everything. So... I'm excited. I like Mr. Echo, even though I don't like how it all turns out with him in the grand scheme of things. I think it's a really fun episode as well, and I'm just glad you didn't call it the 23rd Basam. Yeah, I'm not that dumb. Because I thought there was a much, I thought there was a, <laughs> at least a 20% chance that you might do that. I love Noah's I'm, faith I'm, in the dumb one who doesn't <laughs> read on this show. I mean, I know what the word Sam looks like. Uh, <laughs> I, I said 20%. So join us next week for the uh, 23rd Passam. Um, can't wait. It's going to be great. Um, like us on Facebook, Twitter, follow us there, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on Instagram, YouTube, we're on MSN. Uh, make sure you nudge us on there. Um, and poke us on. Remember when people used to poke each other on Facebook? That's, I'm glad that's not a thing anymore. That was stupid. Um, anyway, so yeah, we'll be back and stuff and... We appreciate you joining us. Um, my name is Ben, and hello. <laughs> my name is Noah, and do not mistake coincidence for fate. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net. <laughs> <laughs>